Welcome, and thank you for streaming this sermon. At Heritage Baptist Church, we believe that the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus can truly change lives. So it is our hope and prayer that this service stirs up your affection for Christ and helps you to draw closer to Him. For more information, please visit hbchazlett.org. song. I'm glad that mercy walked in, aren't you? I'm glad I did not get what I deserve. God's been so good. Tonight, again, we're going to take the opportunity to interview a couple of our couples in the church. And so, Brother Miss Lasser, if you can make your way up here, and Brother Clovis, Miss Judy, and again in Ephesians chapter 5, and as uh, Brother Weatherby used these verses as well, it talks about the family and about the husband and wife relationship and uh, we'll spend some time in that after the after we ask a few questions of our panelists don't like being on the spot no you're good I will. I'll counsel them afterwards, or they can counsel me afterwards. And uh, did we, are we going to be able to put them up on the screen? Probably not. I know that some of you, it's going to be hard for you to see. You're going to be blocked by the pulpit. No. We were trying to put them up on the screen, but they may not want to be on TV. No. No, we don't. Maybe we don't want to mess with anything. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. No, it wasn't you. That was on purpose. All right. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to find out who wins at the end of this. Um. Brother Lester, how, how long y'all been married? Uh, 62 years, 9 months, and 11 days. 62 years, right? Yeah, I think that, that amen, good. Either one of you. Uh, Brother Clovis, how long y'all been married? 60 years. 60 years. <laughs> right. Those are pretty good mics, so if they actually held it up a little bit, it's direct, they're non-directional. But we do, if you would hold them up so that they can hear, on, somebody who may be online can hear. So the Hales have been married right at 60 years. In fact, they just had their 60-year uh, celebration, and uh, it was good. It was awesome. And uh, Lassiter's 62 years. That's amazing. Um, Brother Lassiter, when and where did you guys meet? Um, we met in Peekskill, New York on January the 3rd. And the way that all transpired is uh, I was stationed at Fort Monmouth, New Jersey, and a friend of mine uh, went there a year ahead of me. And at a um, Thanksgiving uh, deal there on post, uh, he introduced me to a, a young lady that he was going with who happened to be her, one of her sorority <laughs> sisters. And so, 
Yes. I've had, I had one uh, blind date in my life at college, a sorority sister, this sorority sister fixed it up and I said never, never, never again. So guess who called me after we graduated from college? The same girl, she said, I'm engaged to a soldier a from idea. Fort Monmouth, New Jersey, and he's from Texas, and we had a long conversation of no, 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 and finally I thought, well, I've never met anybody from Texas. So we met January the 3rd and got married May the 9th. You weren't supposed to tell him. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's tremendous. Brother Clovis, where, where did y'all meet at? And you can, uh, that's can I, perfect. Okay, she did it, can I do it? Yes, that? absolutely. <laughs> we met at the University Baptist Church in Austin, Texas. So y'all met in church, at, again, University Baptist Church in Austin, Texas. Oh yes, but can I say something? Yes. <laughs> We met at church, but he was in the choir and I was out in the congregation. And it was very, very crowded out there. There was no room for anybody else to sit, really. And when I walked in and sat down, uh, you know, then every Sunday when I would, I'd be there and he'd be in the choir, he, he would go, just like the old typewriter. Yeah. Every row until he got to me. And then he would make eyes at me then all during church because the choir had to stay up here. And, and he told me later on, That's right. we had a double date. And I went with his roommate and he went with a, some nurse. And so, <laughs> and uh, they went back and they, to the room and they flipped for me. <laughs> and he, he lost. He lost. <laughs> he, he got lost. you. He, he, he lost, but he got you. It's kind of like Monday night, my wife and I are deciding whether to go to a Valentine uh, meal or not. It was 4.30, and we were, said, well, we can go to Texas Roadhouse. And we said, oh, maybe just we'll go home. I said, well, let's flip a coin. We've never done that before. <laughs> we flipped a quarter, and it actually landed on heads. So we drove to Texas Roadhouse, and there was a 45-minute wait. We decided not to go. <laughs> we, had, we had AHA. Yeah. Had, had pancakes. Y'all know Judy, she exaggerates. Yeah, Miss Judy exaggerates. I don't, I'm not sure about that. that. Didn't happen that way. You were making eyes from, from that part, at the choir. That part was right. <laughs> See? Duh. But you didn't flip the coin or? No. No? Okay. He told me he did. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe Miss Judy. <laughs> he told me he did. That's awesome. Brother Lasseter, what's something you, you, you both enjoy doing together? Well, uh, at this stage of our lives, uh, we like listening to uh, uh, music, CD music. Uh, typically, it's Christian music, but uh, you know, there's a season, so we listen to Christmas music too, but it's sure. yeah. by good groups. And uh, we help each other around the house. I help her cook and uh, so forth, and she encourages me well, you know, get that over there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then we like to we like to go on. Uh, typically, there are two trips that we like to go on. Um, we like to go look at the fall leaves in the fall, and then in the spring we like to go look at the blue bonnets. And I got me two lookouts. 
Kelly Clark, and uh, Brother Mosley. Hmm? Brother Mosley. Yeah, Brother Mosley. I don't see him in here tonight. But, and so I call him and say, "Are the blue bonnets out?" You know, and and are Kelly and yeah, they're out. And so we pick a Saturday or yeah. or a Friday or whatever. And typically, it's a Saturday, and we go up just about as far as their place or. Or not Fire. quite that far, maybe. <laughs> but, but we go look at the blue bonnets, bonnets and so right. forth. And, and, uh, <clears throat> and then we like, uh, we like watching some sports and yeah. not all sports. But I think the things you've named right there is things that don't cost a whole lot. No. I mean, we used to travel so, a lot. Yeah, I remember could. that. You talked we took to trips a lot. Yeah. So we can't do that anymore. Right. When, I, when, I was, when I was working, I accumulated thousands of airline miles yeah. and so whenever I um, well not even before I retired but we started taking some trips right. before I retired using those airline miles and so enjoy taking trips together yeah. we've been in every state in the continental US except Nebraska who wants to go there <laughs> <laughs> anybody here from Nebraska <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> Nobody's oh, no. from there, are they? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a good place to be from. I Get apologize. to Texas as quick as you can. All right, Brother, Brother Hill, um, what's the things you enjoy doing together? Uh, well, we like to go out to dinner, and we like to go hiking. We like to go to museums, we like to go to the zoo, the botanical garden. Fort Worth has a good botanical garden. Mm -hmm. Been down there. Yeah. I enjoy eating as well. I can see that you enjoy it as well. Nowadays, <laughs> nowadays we usually go in the morning or at noon or in the afternoon, not at night. Right. You have to, to avoid the crowd. But we always we have a domino game going. I've heard about that yes. domino game. And uh, we go to ten games. And right now we're four all. Right. No, you're ahead of me. Oh, good. <laughs> and, uh, I forgot I was ahead. Okay, I'm ahead. And, uh, so a continual domino yeah, game. One, we try to play one a, one game a day to keep our minds going. Yeah. And uh, so uh, it, it, it's usually, it's a real tight game. And he doesn't like to lose. Yeah. Neither do I. So what you're saying is the young couples here could pick out a game on, you know, I don't know, PlayStation 7. Mm -hmm. And they could start a game and continue to play that game every day. I know there's no seven. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> but again, just, just that time spent together, right? Time spent together and enjoying that time spent together, whether it's taking trips or yeah. whether it's watching sports with your husband every once in a while, even though you may have to make yourself do that some, uh, to you know, simply going to, go to supper or going to lunch or whatever it may be. And again, I think those times too, making sure that when you do go to Texas Roadhouse or you go somewhere to eat that you spend time talking to each other and not on your phone for 45 minutes. It's important, We're talking about quality time, spending quality time together, all right? Um, so that, that kind of lends itself to the next question. I won't ask it, but what is your favorite date night? That would kind of, kind of, do you have something there? But Well, we uh, quit going out at night. Yeah. Uh, 
pretty much. So your favorite date then? Very favorite date time is Fridays typically. Friday yeah. lunch. Friday lunch. Friday lunch. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Do you have a specific day or you guys you have a particular pretty well already no, said it's it, pretty random. Yeah. Pretty random, yeah. <laughs> pretty random. <laughs> but I would I would think for the young couples here most for most couples here, uh, picking a day. My wife and I used to uh, used to be Monday nights and we've recently in reinstituted that. Uh, taking Monday nights, and we've actually tried some new restaurants, just randomly go to a new restaurant to see what it's like. And so far, we've really not liked uh, the couple of restaurants we've been to. So we may end up back to our old places where we normally go, but we've tried a few things different. But taking a, special, taking a night, make sure, find somebody to keep the kids, some, somebody to do that. Take, the, take that time with your spouse to take a date night. Um, brother... Um, Lester, what's your favorite thing, or what's your favorite thing about each other? Do you have a favorite thing? Well, we're both probably of the same mind, so to speak. Um, we feel like the Lord put us together because I'm from Texas and she's from New York, you know. <laughs> and we think God has a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and so. You know we're of the same mind, and so I, and she's she has a big heart. Amen. Absolutely. And uh, so, and I try to be a help to people. Uh, what I whatever I feel like I can help with. You know, sometimes I'm probably in the way more than I'm a help, but uh, I learn something. You know? Yeah, that's right. Uh, but no, I like helping people, uh, and. Uh, she encourages me in that, and I just appreciate her more and more uh, simply because of who she is and everything that she's been to me and to our family. And Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Brother Clovis, kind of same question. You have something, Miss Judy, that you particularly like about well, each other? Uh, one thing. If, if, I had to, if I had to pick. Only one. That's good. One Go ahead, Brother Clubs. It would be her cooking. Her cooking, yes. Absolutely. Well, that's the reason he asked me to marry her. <laughs> because of cooking. We had a date, and, and we went home. We went back to my girlfriend's apartment, which I was living with her, and, and uh, uh, he, we were hungry, and I ran in the kitchen, and thank goodness for pressure cookers. I threw steak, potatoes, and gravy, everything in there, and then served it to him, and we Proposed. Yeah, he proposed. <laughs> Cooking, then. But but there's there is one other thing. Not the same day. Not the same day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm. Wait, this is no, I get out what great. I like about him. Yeah. What I like about him is that I can always go to him and get answers, and we can talk something over and talk something out. Uh, he though. Um, well, you know how fast I talk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just like Brother Wesby said, you know, it's, what is it? It's 24,000 words a day. That's right. A woman speaks and 12,000 yeah. men speak. Okay. I think Brother Clovis is only like 5,000. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Probably. And so I, I talk fast, and so people ask me a question. I answer real quickly, and then I think about it. And then I have to apologize. Okay. <laughs> but he doesn't. That's right. He, he thinks about it yep. and thinks about it. And then I forget the question that I asked. <laughs> and then he comes in and answers it yeah. later on. And That's I right. say, what did I ask you? 
And so, uh, you know, but but he, he's always there. But he know he has a two-step, and mine's a three-step. Three-step, that's right, yeah. So just the yeah. ability, again, for, for the Clovis, who does take his time to answer. He does. He's, he he's, thinks uh, about it. He thinks about it, and uh, that's and a wise speaks, thing. And I speak, and then I right. think about it. Yeah. And then I apologize. If you haven't already caught it yet, the, absolutely, these two couples are a perfect example of completing each other, right? One's, one's and I hope you guys are okay with me saying this, one's a little quieter than the other, uh, one's a little more laid back than the other, uh, and it's amazing. My wife and I are the same way. We complete each other. One, I'm a little laid back, she's a little more whatever, and then we complete each other. I'm going to get in trouble. So, uh, <laughs> Brother Lasser, I do want to just chime in and say, uh, we're just talking about food. You, you sure you didn't marry her for a banana pudding? Yeah. Uh, he cuts the bananas up. I he cut cuts the bananas, bananas up. Okay, he, he helps. It's <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> Miss Bernie makes good banana pudding. Um, this ought to be interesting. Uh, what is the worst gift you've gotten from each other? Well, you know, we thought about that question, and uh, in, in all seriousness, uh, we couldn't think of a, yeah. a of a worse gift. Uh, we did like everybody else, I'm sure, that, you know, whenever you have kids, you provide for them, and if there's anything left over, you do for that, sure. and then uh, do for each other, and then... Uh, as we became more active in our church, there were uh, people in the church who saw a need for other folks that uh, weren't doing so well, and so they had a Christmas tree and uh, put little Christmas trees on there with names on it. And uh, sometimes it was a family, sometimes it would be the children of a family or whatever. But you get the idea. Yeah, right. Like and an angel tree. So uh, we talked about that and decided, okay, that's a good ministry. And so we stopped at that time. We stopped giving ourselves anything at Christmas time, yeah. and uh, started uh, taking on part of that ministry. That's great. And uh, then. Of course, we left that church and changed churches and moved and all that and so forth, and things changed, but... Uh, yeah, it's a great idea. Uh, you know, uh, but at that time, we just literally stopped giving each other sure. because most times, folks yeah. go get what they need when they need it. Yeah. That's what I've told my wife, too. I mean, we, yeah. we, if you need something, go get it. Yeah. And so when it comes to Christmas time and all these times, yeah. it's, it's... And there are other time. people that need it. That's great. Um, you have something that you worst, uh, but you know, a lot of times early on in marriage too, you know, things happen. I would like to know his answer. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't discuss it. Okay. Yeah, All right. We can uh, discuss ours. I, I think it's a chocolate candy. Chocolate candy. As she knows I have a sweet tooth and she knows I like chocolate candy. It says the worst, and, isn't it? Uh, or worst gift. That's not the worst and anyway, it's not good for me, but oh. I love it. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. I have one. Oh, you have one? Good. I have one. He gave me two bricks 
for Christmas one time. Yeah. Two bricks, I mean bricks. And the thing about it was, he, well, we said, okay, we'll get each other one, one Christmas. It was our first Christmas, you know, after the honeymoon was over that mm -hmm. year. And then, you know, from then on, I guess anything went. But he, we get one gift, okay. So I put my gift under the tree for him, and he took three. Yeah. And I could not understand that. I thought, well, that's not right. He's got me three gifts. So I took the the um, money we had for food, and I went out and bought him two more gifts because <laughs> we were broke. Oh, no. That was our first Christmas. Yeah. And so we come back home, and, and, and his were so pretty wrapped and everything, and mine was under there. And so we opened them the next morning, and I opened up one gift, and it was a brick. It was a yeah, a literal house it brick. It was a yeah. brick, and I thought he was very brave because I it was, was sitting. Heavy too. It yeah. was heavy, and I was sitting beside him, and he gave him. me a brick, yeah. and I thought, you know, I could, you know, do that for him. So I, I thought, well, okay. So then I opened up the second gift, and it was another brick. Yeah. And that's when I learned we didn't have a gun in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but then I finally opened up the third brick. I mean, by then, yeah. I mean, listen, the divorce court was open. <laughs> and uh, I opened up the box, and there was a beautiful pair of red shoes yeah. that yeah. He, he knew I wanted. Yeah. But he got three gifts, and I only got two. You only got two. <laughs> two shoes, but one gift. The moral of the story is be careful if yeah. you don't give your wife a brick yeah. and stay in close proximity to each other. Only him would do that. Yeah. Our, our first uh, Christmas, I've said this publicly before, our first Christmas, um, we were at Nakona, and I went to the dollar store, which was Bill's back then. It wasn't really called the dollar store. It was called Bill's. And I bought her a pair of a, a sweatpant outfit, like sweat bottoms and sweat top. They were green. The problem is they weren't the same color green. It was awesome. Oh, yeah, that's right. The church knows about that one. I went to the tractor supply one time, and we were doing some, something. I said, I still haven't got her a gift yet. I bought her a big umbrella. That was a Christmas Eve, yeah, Christmas Eve. Umbrella. You're a Christmas Eve shopper, too. I'm a Christmas Eve shopper, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> okay, so the moral of the story is, I've, yeah, I've gotten better. She, uh, and, uh, and so is Clovis. And so is Brother Clovis. <laughs> Be careful, men, about, you know, when you give gifts, make sure they're not like, yeah, bricks or a toaster or umbrella. Get her something with some thought behind it. Mm -hmm. You know what? Amazon saves us all. <laughs> it really does. That's what I did this time. Just order it on Amazon. Have it shipped to the house. You're done. There was thought behind the bricks. No, there was. Hmm? Behind the bricks was what to make was her think she had three gifts. It was to make her think she had three gifts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there was only one brick. There was only one no, brick. She really told the story wrong. The no. shoes. There was the shoes were in two different boxes. Oh, there was one shoe there in each box. There was two bricks. There was two bricks. <laughs> I think Brother Clovis has gotten old enough now. I'm younger than he is. All that. Okay, we'll move on. And you will be available for marriage. I will, absolutely. Miss Linda Smith is 
sick tonight, but she's available as well. Um, uh, let's see. What is, uh, Brother Lasser, what is something you've grown to appreciate about your spouse? Uh, well, I, if it's possible to say I love her more now than I loved her when I asked her to marry me. Uh, amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. And uh, she's uh, always there for me. And I try to do the same for her. Um, she uh, thinks about things that we've talked about sometimes, and she'll come back to me and say, what would you think? In other words, she's maybe thought of it, about it a lot more than uh, I have. Yes, yeah. And uh, comes back, and, and we regurgitate it again. Say that uh, he's an engineer. Yep. Yep. Uh, don't don't forget, brother. Lassler's an engineer, so yeah. So methodical. Uh, so she uh, has good ideas. I'll just say that, and it, it pays to be attentive. Absolutely. It really does. Miss Bernie, you want to chime in? You good? He's a he's a godly man. He's a wonderful father, grandfather, great-grandfather, uh, friend. Uh, I know when he had his business, uh, he was a partner in a consulting engineering firm, and anyone who had a problem went to him. Yeah. Well, I've done that many times, too, when it comes to buildings. I have gone to Brother Laster many times. But this is personal problems. I understand that. Problems. Most question. <laughs> What's something you've grown to appreciate about your spouse? Okay. Uh, Judy has an instinctive ability to make the people feel welcome in her home, and and uh, and I appreciate that. I don't have that ability. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> By the way, Brother Clovis and I pick on each other. He picks back, and I appreciate that. But I do appreciate him and, and love him. And, uh, but Miss Judy is the life of the party. There's no yeah. doubt. I don't know, but I, when, what I liked about it, well, when I was wanting to get, I didn't say I didn't think I was wanting to get married, but I always prayed for a husband. And I had four things that I prayed for. One was that he was a godly man, he loved the Lord, and that he was saved. And number two, I prayed that uh, uh, he didn't drink because I had an alcoholic father, and so I'd already been through all that, and I didn't want that. So I said he didn't drink, and and I didn't want anybody, I didn't want him smoking, so he didn't smoke. And I really, you know, thought that was great because I got tired of getting out of the car with Dad smoking, and, and you know, you just stink. <laughs> and then that he would love us and take care of me and take care of the kids if he did that. And God just answered that prayer and he just uh, gave it everything. And if I'd known that he was going to be so good, I would have had rich. You know? No. <laughs> but I left out one. Four out of five is not bad. <laughs> Your prayers were answered. Had you put the fifth one in there, it might have been answered too. That's right. I like think. That. that was good. 
So all of you out here that are still single, just make sure you add the fifth one. <laughs> Rich. Um, just any advice about keeping the home spiritual, whether it's a devotional time or time together with the kids, any advice on that for our couples? Well, uh, it's something that you can't do without, or, and you shouldn't try. Yeah. Uh, not to promote any books, but uh, this little book right here has got uh, 1,000 promises that God's given us. They're all here. Right. But this is alphabetized, and so if you want to find something in a hurry, it, yeah. it's in here, but it gives you the, the scripture. scripture, chapter and verse, and... Uh, the thing is to make a time for it, and with our lives as the way they are now, especially now, more so than when we first got married, uh, we're pulled in all different directions because of the world, but if, if you set a time and you can't make it, then come back to it later on, but at least do it, yeah. and uh, don't do without it because all we have to hold on to. That's right. Yeah. Clovis, so kind of the same, the same line, just keeping your home, you know, going in a spiritual direction, whether it's family devotion, whether it's individual devotion, life, whatever, what, what's some suggestions you might have? Well, I, one of the basics of the Christian life is, is personal devotions, reading the Bible every day and, and uh, having prayer every day. Setting, finding a time to do that. And, uh, so Just being consistent in it. Be consistent in it, yeah. I and think, go ahead. I'm just going to say with, with children, you know, you keep it short with them for our family devotion. We had four children and, um, and on their level and incorporate them into it. Yeah. Let them comment on what you're talking about and saying and we tried to do that and we'd have little plays you know sometimes for her devotion right i think for our family too and it ebbs and flows some you know you you're pretty consistent and then you maybe get off it for a while and get back the main thing is always come back always come back keep it consistent i, I know one family i was counseling with said you know we took 30 minutes for our family devotion i'm just telling you that's that's too long for little kids yeah. if you'll take you know 10 10 minutes uh, whatever it is and and as Ms. Judy was saying, and again, being consistent with it, whether it's the promises of the Bible, that's what that little book he was yeah. showing. There's all sorts of resources you can do. I think at the back we may have some, but Clarence Sexton actually has uh, some individual pamphlets of the Bible stories uh, for family devotion. That's what we used many times. We've also used Paul Chappell's devotionals, just reading through those as our kids got older. Mm -hmm. and, and reading the scripture, of course, but also using those, those devotional times. We did it at breakfast time. Uh, that's the way my dad did it too when we were growing up uh, we did it at breakfast time and again we weren't always perfect at it we weren't always uh, we'd always have to you know reestablish it reestablish it re we get out of the habit go back reestablish it so don't ever give up just keep going back keep going back and keep at it so so important all right um how how did how did how did you help each other when you went through tough times when you 
we lived, we didn't have family near us. We had some challenging times when we first got married. We didn't have any money. When he got out of the service, he didn't have a job. We came to Texas. I was expecting our first child, and we, he had no job, no money. And so we didn't have any family near us, but it was, it was always God and us. Amen. All the time. Uh, when we, we always felt like when we first met each other that we were supposed to be together. And I think that strengthened us by not having family around. I mean, we had to stand on our own two feet, but we always went to God. And we look back and we can see God all through our lives. Yeah. Amen. I mean, there, there were bumpy times. There were challenges. Sometimes we made a wrong turn, but he always got us back on track. And I'd like to add one thing. You know, when you have kids and they get sick and you take them to a doctor, and uh, the doctors then, if you paid something every month on the bill, they, they didn't care how many times you brought the kids in. Right. Uh, so you had people then the world was a little different, and you had people then that would let you ride their pocketbook, so to yeah. speak, until you could catch up. And, they, and if you paid them for three months and your kids didn't have to go in and see them, well, there wasn't any more bills, and so you were catching up, and then, yeah. go, then you'd wind up going behind. So, again, people worked with you then. Yeah. Not so today. Yeah. I would tell you that my wife and I have had medical bills up until the last two or three years. We were making payments on medical bills every month our entire marriage since the time we've had kids. So I just tell young couples, I tell them all the time, I said, don't, don't let medical bills run, run your life. Uh, pay on them. You, you need to pay your debts, but don't let them run your life. Just keep paying them out. Keep paying them out. Keep paying them out. Just make it part of your budget. You, you got little kids, guess what? You're going to have medical bills. <laughs> and just pay them out, pay them out. Still take a vacation. And, and pay the dentist, you know. <laughs> you may have to pay the dentist over 12 months, you may have to get one of them care credit cards they have now and all those things, there's, there's options there, but you're right. It was different back in the day. Back in the day, if you send them 10 bucks, they, 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 they say, okay, well, let's do it again, let's do it again, let's do it again, so it is a little different now. Again, through tough times, what's something that you guys? Well, uh, I can't say that we really had tough times. I was laid off for a year and a half. And uh, before I got laid off, I told Judy she was probably going to have to go to work. And so she, she did. And uh, she made the money, and we had our savings and, and made it all right. And then I got a job. Yeah. Uh, but as far as... Uh, you know, there are other kinds of tough times. Sure, no, yeah. And that's what they were talking oh, about with, yeah, no. with God being there for yeah. you. And uh, and we, uh, be that we're there for each other, and, and, and that's the important thing. Yeah. Being there and listening and, you know, understanding well, what the issue is, and, you know. It's kind of like the... At our anniversary, you know, we got the mountains in our lives and we got the valleys in our lives. And the valleys make us stronger and closer to the Lord. And how people go through the valleys in their lives 
and not know the Lord. I, I just don't know how they do it. I totally agree. Amen. And, uh, and it's just, you know, it's, it's amazing to me. I have a little thing in my book that says there's no hole deep enough that God is not there. Right. And I always think about that. No matter how low we get in our lives, God is always there with us. Amen. And that's what I always hold on to. Right. May I say something? Yes. We found, I think we found out that when God told us no, we hung in there because we knew he had a better plan. Mm -hmm. So don't, dis don't get discouraged if he tells you no. Just That's hang right. in there. Um, almost done. So the importance of church in the, in, with your family. Well, uh, it's an absolute necessity. Um, when uh, we first got married uh, and everything, uh, we went to a, uh, a small church in Edentown, New Jersey. Uh, it's it, in a hurry. Oh, yeah. Red Bank. Okay, now I'm talking slow. Huh? <laughs> okay. uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. Right. And uh, the, the pastor was a uh, an Irish speaking, and he had a brogue, and uh, he could bring uh, you to tears. Yeah. And uh, so that's where we started going to the Presbyterian Church, and we tried to stay there. And uh, I could tell you a story, but the Lord had a had a would laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, we wound up. In the Baptist Church, uh, with Pastor Doctor Johnny, Johnny Pope, Pope yeah. yeah, in uh, I remember Houston, that. yeah, yeah, Johnny Pope in Houston, mm -hmm. Texas. It's a great yeah. church. He, we got baptized there. Yeah, because before we were just sprinkled. <laughs> sprinkled. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, and, uh, he's in a hurry. <laughs> I'll give you guys the same okay. question: importance of church. Importance of church in the family. Well, uh, I shared this with my kids at our yeah. anniversary, but uh, I had asked Judy before we were married if I'd told her that I would like to go to church the Sunday after our wedding to start our we our marriage off, uh, making putting God first. So she agreed. In fact, she found us a church through her girlfriend she was living with and uh, so that's what we did but uh, and you know I'm sharing some of these things not to bring your attention to me but to, just to share what we did and maybe it'll help you but when I was in the Air Force uh, you know we moved around a lot and changed Towns and so forth, and so we weren't in a church very long. So we made it a point to find a church quick, and right. so we visited churches pretty intensely, looking for and getting advice from trusted people who who had lived there or knew, right. you know. And uh, and we even. We, we'd even go and sit in our children's Sunday school classes to see what they were being taught. 
good. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'm sure that was, you know, the teacher probably made the teacher nervous, but, but we did it. And uh, so we were going to church pretty quick after yeah. changing stations because we knew that we would not be there very long. But uh, also in, in, in traveling, we were up in upstate New York for three years and we'd have to come home to see the parents in Texas. That's a long way. Yeah. And so well, sometimes we would stop and go to church uh, just random, randomly and uh, at a Baptist church. And sometimes we'd have church in the car. In the car. Yeah. So you can always have church, right. you know. And so that's, we love that. So the last question, and I kind of know y'all's answer because I know the answer you gave at your 60th anniversary. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give in marriage? What, what's, what has made the 60 years? Perseverance. Give me, <laughs> <laughs> give me the same answers you gave at the 60th I anniversary. I don't remember what my answer was. Well, you've already, actually already stated but, it. Yeah. But I'd say, uh, be ready to say I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, so your advice even, to your kids was even, what? Even if you don't think you're at fault. Right. That was mine. That's not what you said. Y'all switched. Yeah. Louise, it's okay, though. Yeah, okay. It's you okay said the other one. <laughs> well, uh, having no. forgiveness, you know, uh, it, it's okay to have uh, you know, disagreements and everything because it's a lot of fun to make up. <laughs> but uh, uh, when you have disagreements, you know, Sometimes that's a very hard, hard on the marriage. And so if it's not a, something that you're just going to cause somebody to die or something, you know, don't fight. Right. But I say that, but we do, but we make up a lot too. <laughs> so you would say the, the, the advice would be to stay married this long is forgiveness. And you see that a lot from other couples, forgiveness. And Brother Clovis, I'll tell the answer that you gave at the 60th anniversary was just to put God first. And you said that a moment ago, is put God first. And to me, that is it. I mean, if you put God first in your marriage and you're willing to forgive uh, your spouse, uh, that is the secret to uh, a long marriage. <laughs> well, when we first got married and we were talking one, one night and everything, I asked her, I said, we need to promise something to each other. And she's saying, okay, what, you know, tell me what it is. And I said, well, let's don't ever go to bed mad, and let's don't ever go to work mad. Yeah. And so we have, you've got to be able to say that you're sorry. And you can't do that unless you have something here. And who you have here enables you to do that. Right. And, there, is, and there isn't any... There isn't anything worth arguing about if it destroys what you have together. Right. That's good. Again, along that same line of forgiveness. Yeah. So. You just gotta, you gotta say I'm sorry and be willing to do it and mean it and then forget it right. because that's what the Lord does. Yeah. When, we, when we go to him, Right, following his steps. Right. Uh, married, people that are married know this, that if dis disagreements and whatnot occur in the marriage, if you young people that aren't married yet may not know this, but uh, I can tell you that 
those things are inevitable, so you need, you gotta be prepared to deal with it. Mm -hmm. right. It is inevitable. You will yeah. have a disagreement yeah. in marriage. Absolutely. And then being willing to forgive. Being willing to forgive. And I, I told you, Brother Ivy, some of y'all know Brother Frank Ivy, when I, I was, whenever Miss Pat died, I said, Brother Ivy, you know what? How did you guys stay you know, married so long? He said, we, we never went to bed mad at each other. Yeah. He said, we made that agreement. So what, exactly what Brother Lasser is saying, not going to bed mad. The Bible says, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. And so in marriage, you ought to forgive every evening. I love that also. You said, you know, before you head off to work. Yeah. It would be, be a tragedy, you know, if you went off to work and something happened you hadn't, and you weren't right with each other and, uh, and having those things. Very, very, very good. We appreciate both of you very much, both couples. Thank you all very much. get some rails somebody's made some we just ain't got them put up yet well as you can tell the time is out, out of time I was just really wanting to see how things went and and whether or not we would take the entire service I feel like it was definitely justified don't y'all very good and preaching is paramount I, I always want that but here's some godly advice from two couples been married over 60 years so let's all stand we have a verse of invitation uh, certainly Bible was spoken and uh, Bible truth was spoken. Maybe tonight, husbands and wife, maybe there's something you need to come pray about. However the Lord leads you. And so the hymn, again, is just as I am after we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these two examples, wonderful examples of a godly marriage. And I pray, God, that you would just uh, take that message that's been spoken, that testimony that's been spoken, Lord, and use it in our hearts. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Just as I am. On behalf of our church and staff, thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons and more information about our church, please visit hbchazlett.org.